I've always been a big sort of believer in, to use a sort of silly cliche, that when one plus one equals more than two, you have something really sort of powerful. We can do more together than we can do on our own often. The person you just heard is Tim Griggs, talking about why collaborations between local and national news organizations are valuable. Tim is now a digital media consultant after having spent most of his career working as a journalist and then leading strategy and product teams at a range of news organizations in the US, including the New York Times and the Texas Tribune. He recently researched local and national journalism collaborations for the Center for Cooperative Media at Montclair State University. I caught up with him to find out what types of editorial collaborations exist between these two types of organizations, how working together can benefit both parties, and what the best way is to approach someone to collaborate. I'm Adelina Ciobanu, and you're listening to the Journalism.co.uk podcast. There are many ways in which local and national newsrooms can collaborate and different benefits that can be drawn from each type of collaboration. Tim's research focused on editorial collaborations, as opposed to those initiatives focusing more on financial gains, such as revenue sharing. Interviewing a variety of outlets, be it those who've worked together successfully, those who have failed, and those who've shown no interest to partner with their peers, he has found three main types of collaborations local outlets can initiate. So for this, we really focused on editorial collaboration, and really meant that in about three different ways. So from a local news organization's perspective, that is, you know, just being aware of national stories, national trends, and publishing those stories or aggregating them uh, as one way to very loosely collaborative. Another way is to take national news stories and localize them or provide sort of local context to national issues. And then the third way and the much more complex way is to literally work together, local and national, hand in hand on a reporting initiative. Before we go into the advantages of collaborative projects, let's take a moment to talk about why organizations might be reluctant to work with others. Often, one of the reasons is because it would be too much of a hassle to set up a process on the administrative side of the business. Other times, it's because journalists traditionally have a do-it-yourself attitude, and collaborations are something new, brought into the spotlight by Panama Papers and the aftermath of the US election. But most times, it could be because of lack of contacts. As a journalist on a local or community paper, reaching out to an editor of a national organization can seem daunting. The more successful ones I've seen so far are when a news organization approaches another one and says, you've done this stuff before, you can provide something that we can't or easier than we can do it ourselves. Let's talk. I think the election here, just literally like in over the last six months, has pretty fundamentally shifted the openness to collaboration, where national newsrooms are saying, hey, we got to get out of the East Coast, West Coast bubble and get out into middle America. And we're not going to be able to parachute in all the time on our own. We're going to need to work with news organizations that are already in those parts of the country. In the U.S., recent editorial collaborations across organizations of different sizes and backgrounds include a few initiatives spearheaded headed by non-profit outlet ProPublica, such as Electionland and Documenting Hate, while in Europe one such project called Crosscheck was launched by First Draft to fight misinformation around the French elections. But journalism collaborations are key going forward, so to enable more of these initiatives to happen, we have to start building those relationships and let go of concerns surrounding competition to serve our audiences. Find a common set of values between your organization and the one you wish to work with, and involve as many relevant people as possible in the process from the beginning to make the most of such opportunities. So, what are some of the reasons that newsrooms should consider working together? What can they get out of it? The 
reason why any type of partnership works is to expand capability or capacity, right? So if you offer something that I don't have, I can either go out and try to develop that skill or hire more people to do the thing that you do. That's one approach. The other approach is to just work with you, you know, take advantage of the skills and the capacity that you have and then provide something that I have that you don't. So any partnership, that's really kind of the goal. In this case, you know, local news organizations certainly often want some type of expertise that they don't have. And that can be data, either literally access to a specific type of data or a skill around analyzing data or multimedia storytelling or in some cases, cachet, you know what I mean? Like sort of name brand value by being connected with a national and recognized news organization. For nationals, primarily it's either reach, like we want to reach audiences in a part of the country that we are underpenetrating, or we want the expertise in the form of local knowledge. So feed on the street reporting. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And if you or your organization is considering entering a partnership with another outlet, or if you've worked with another publication before and you have tips to share, make sure to let us know on Twitter at Journalism News. Oh, hang on there, Madalena. Caroline here, video features editor at journalism.co.uk. I just want to tell everyone at home about our 19th Digital Journalism Conference that's going to take place on the 19th of July at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. Newsyourwide will highlight and discuss the latest trends and techniques in journalism through a mix of panel discussions, workshops and spotlight talks designed to equip all you guys at home with the knowledge required to try it out in your own newsrooms. Tickets for the one-day conference are available for £180 plus VAT and we'll also be hosting a full day of training at Reuters on the 20th of July. Newsyourwide Plus tickets cost £368 plus VAT and they provide access to Newsyourwide and one of the three hands-on workshops the next day. Digital storytelling, 360-degree video or social video. And we'll really like to see you guys there, so head over to newsyourwide.com for the full agenda and get your ticket before they go. Thank you.